everybody. So we are so excited today to be back talking about Doctor Who. Episode seven and eight of this season of Doctor Who. And uh, can you believe it, Jonathan, that we're actually winding down? The season's almost done. I know. I, I wish it weren't the case. Yeah. It's been so good. Yeah, it's been really, really good. Uh, I mean, it's interesting because now I've seen uh, three full seasons. Well, I will have seen three full seasons after this. Uh, I mean, I, I get a better idea of kind of what a season is like with each season I finish. And yeah, this one has been, I think, really strong. And yeah. Uh, really fed to sort of my definitely to my tastes and my interests I think especially so yeah it has <laughs> this, this season has been different than most other seasons uh-huh. because they've been kind of going back and forth between the sci-fi and the historical episodes yeah and that doesn't usually happen like they don't do this no. many historical episodes in one season and, and the historical episodes have all been great, in my opinion. I, I know. And they're usually, like I've said before, they're usually not my favorite episodes. Yeah. But I, I have really enjoyed every single one that they've done so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think that they've been really, really strong. And there's really only been one episode that I was kind of eh on. Uh, the, the one with the, the, little, the little alien the ship oh, yeah. that one was my favorite <laughs> which i liked so i think <laughs> really strong yeah so all right we're going to talk about the first one we're talking about is called kerblam and this starts out there's a teleport pulse and it brings up a uh, a robot named the kerblam man <laughs> and he has a package for the doctor and uh, it, it's a call for help uh, from, uh, from this, they don't know who sent the Kerblam man package. And this is obviously trying to kind of play off of Amazon or these big mm-hmm. companies. And what were your overall thoughts about this episode? Did you like it overall? For the most part, yes. There were some things I think they could have done better. Uh-huh. But overall i really enjoyed this one yeah it was a pretty good episode it was sort of a weird episode sort of the message i was kind of like oh okay that's kind of a strange one i'm still sort of digesting it a little bit so it'll be interesting to talk about it but yeah so they have it wasn't the message i was expecting and the villain was not who i was Mm -hmm. expecting that's for sure No, me neither and i liked that yeah so that was interesting and so they get to this uh, Kablam headquarters, which is on the moon. First, uh, before we get into that, we should talk about what we, she received in the package because I know you haven't seen previous, the previous few seasons. Uh-huh. But for people who have watched other seasons, they will know the significance of her receiving a fez. Oh, and okay. This that was a thing with the eleventh Doctor, Matt Smith's Doctor. He loved fezes, and the implication was that while she was the 11th doctor he had ordered a fez from kerblam and it arrived now so the fez was a callback to a few seasons ago when the doctor had a thing for fezes and i thought that was just a really great touch Hmm. interesting that's cool 
and yeah and so they yeah they land on the there's this moon that uh, that has the kablam headquarters and basically this uh company could could operate completely uh with just the robots the kablam robots but there was uh, a, an outcry for a organic workforce and so they have 10 percent of the of the workers are humans and it was interesting they they scan the the whole group in they scan the doctor and they said the doctor has two hearts have you ever heard that before the doctor has two hearts oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's like a thing that's that's one of the biggest characteristics that sets time lords apart from humans that's oh okay generation things the fact that they have two hearts it's mm. it's it's said multiple times over the course of the series. Oh, okay, good, good. Uh, so they're put, they have these group loops that are put on to monitor them and they're assigned to different spots. Ryan and the doctor go to packing to try to find out who wrote the note. Uh, and Graham gets sent to maintenance and there there's this uh, girl named Kira Arlo that's working in packing the doctor meets. And uh, they and then they start to kind of research all the different clues trying to figure out what's going on and uh, Kira says she's only gotten one present in her life and uh, uh, there there's this kid named Charlie who works with Graham in maintenance and what do you think of Charlie at first I liked him at first <laughs> yeah uh, I thought he was a good character and yeah, he was, I I liked the twist with him because he was such a seemingly nice person that you didn't really see it coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he seems like a, a, a nice kid. And uh, he, he, it turns out, they kind of figure out, first you think that the head of these, this corporation, this woman, and this guy, uh, Mr. Slade, uh, which is such a perfect bad guy name. <laughs> I know, I know, it really is. I feel like it has been a, a bad guy named Slade. I, I think that's why they named him that, so that, to throw you off the scent. Yeah, I think so. And the the robots were really creepy looking. I think they're pretty creepy. And they're yeah, really- and I feel like I would. That's one of the main things that I I think could have been done better because the robots the way the doctor talks about them the robots are supposed to be this like beloved thing like she says oh i love the kablam man like why would you love this glowing eyed <laughs> evil looking robot so like it feel it felt like they had been designed to look evil and the fa- and that was another thing that i think they did to throw you off the scent of them not actually being evil so i feel like they should have just gone for making a really cute looking robot like the whatever the little one was named i don't remember mm-hmm. that one was cute and i liked that one and they should have just stuck with a cute maybe non-humanoid looking robot and even if they did go humanoid don't give it the glowing eyes and everything like i, I know they were trying to throw us off the set and make us think that they were evil but the fact that they aren't evil makes the design more inexplicable because like if they're not evil then why do they look evil <laughs> yeah that's a good point that's true 
Yeah, and they were just kind of, the way they were just sort of leering over everything also sort of added to the creepiness. The one woman talks about how she kind of fought for having organic work work workforce and um and then they they sort of start sleuthing in her office and they find in slade's office and they find that uh that seven i think or eight something like that people have been killed uh by these by the robots or they've gone missing what's going on there's this dangerous section called nine nine section nine 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 and they're in the uh, with Yaz in the warehouse. This man named Dan ends up uh, going over there because she gets assigned to that section. He says no, and he goes over there, and he ends up getting killed. So uh, and they and they're like surrounding Yaz, uh, but she's able to escape. And you find out that that charlie has a little bit of a crush on kira and that uh, but he's you know so you find out you get some of his kind of motivation you think that that uh what's going to happen and um and the um let's see so yeah then they're looking through the files and uh and yeah slate has this tally of the people who have disappeared or have died and uh and then the koblam robot almost tries to almost kills charlie because there's an error reported and the, the whole system has kind of gone on rogue and uh it's i don't know it's it, it did a pretty good job i thought building tension of what's mm-hmm. going to happen and uh, you find out that Kira is one of the things tells them she won uh she won employee of the day and she's getting a special gift and that's when we find out about the uh the bubble wrap <laughs> what do you think of the explosive bubble wrap i i guess i don't have any strong feelings one way or the other it seemed like kind of a silly plot device but I mean, I guess it's fine. I wasn't, I wasn't like against it for being silly and it made sense. But at the same time, I wasn't like, oh yeah, that's really cool. It was just, oh. Does everybody really pop bubble wrap when they get it? Is that such a like <laughs> thing that, because the idea is, so we find out that Charlie is really a, basically a terrorist and his goal is to get this killer bubble wrap into people's homes so then they will be angry and they will want to rise up against the Kriblam corporation and i think what was what was surprising about this well first of all you know that kira ends up dying and uh and that that charlie would do that and uh charlie says fighting for more than 10 percent is imperfect that is this this is imperfect technology without a conscience we find out that it was actually the the kablam robots that sent the message to the doctor sent the package to the doctor calling out for help and uh, she says to the doctor says how you feel about kira is how all those families feel about their loved ones the systems aren't the problem it's how people abuse the system so that was it's really interesting because I, I i can't think of anything else where the like optimistic 
uh, uh, I don't know, the, the, the optimistic, young, millennial kind of type character would be the one that's the bad guy. It's, it was sort of an interesting touch. I, I liked that they didn't have a specific one side or the other is the bad guy message because they acknowledge that what he wanted was actually like a good thing to work towards because like she said at the, the end, she was going to try and get more people working because people do need jobs. And, but at the same time, like the way they were going about giving those people jobs was not good. Uh-huh. Like the whole monitoring thing that that's just, I've heard, horror stories about the way Amazon warehouses work. So this is like a futuristic version of monitoring productivity. And I've worked in a place like that before, not for very long, but it's, it's a very, it, it is, a, it lowers morale. Like people hate working in places where they are monitored like that, but some people have no choice. So like both sides were in the wrong, but one, or both sides were in the wrong, but working towards the right thing in different ways, but one side took it to an extreme. And I liked that they didn't have a clear cut, this is the way you need to do it, preachy message. They were, they were a lot more nuanced in this episode, and I enjoyed that. Because mm-hmm. the, the Kerblam, actually, they're the ones that kill Kira, right? To try to teach Charlie a lesson. Well, the robots The robots, yeah. Like, it wasn't the company or the people who run the company that did it. It was the system trying to get a hold of Charlie because they knew that he was doing something awful. And the robots ended up doing something awful. Mm -hmm. But I don't think, like, they're robots, so they don't actually understand that what they're doing is awful. They were just trying to get to him to stop him from doing something even worse. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a lot of nuance in this episode. Nothing was like one side was absolutely pure and perfect and the other side was absolutely awful. Yeah, it's interesting. In the Vulture review, she says, they say that, uh, it says that, uh, it says, these are noble goals and when compounded with his unrequited love for Kira, who, according to the doctor, was killed by Kablam to teach Charlie a lesson in pain. It paints yet another sympathetic villain in a season that's been full of them. And then they uh, they said this as I thought was interesting. He says, "Thing is, the framework this story is draped in runs against that. Is the doc is Doctor Who really presenting us with a story in which we're supposed to feel for the corporation while the millennial kid with dreams of making things right is the bad guy, uh, or is this twist actually it's brilliant and I and I'm just not getting it? So I think it, it is that is the brilliance. He's just not getting it. I think." yeah i know it's an interesting it's an interesting take because as sometimes the young and idealist can be the most radical and the most dangerous for sure and not about it everybody who has noble goals is not always correct so i i liked that about this episode yeah like everybody wants everything to be in black and white like this side is wrong and this side is right. But in real life, that is rarely how it works. Like, it's taken me a long time to learn that myself. Like, everybody who thinks differently than you is not 
wrong outright just because they're different, they think differently than you. And the key is trying to find a balance and not turn into what Charlie turned into, which is basically a terrorist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that becomes so uh, kind of uh, narrow focused that uh, you forget uh, the, uh, you get so caught up in this specific goal that you're, you were willing to do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally to to achieve it and uh and you know a lot of times the youngest people can be really bought by systems of utopia systems that because of their inexperience they don't understand uh what is uh is really at at stake uh here you know that they 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 just buy into the to the nice sounding promises and forget and that's not uh, always a bad thing but it it very it often can be which mm-hmm. i like that they tackled that in this episode yeah it was good i liked it too uh and yeah i mean and it's interesting so the uh the woman who the slate is always kind of he's never really redeemed that much it's more the woman who mm-hmm. uh who is the one that kind of bonds with the doctor and wants her to stay at the end and she's you know that she can't uh that uh and she does it the doctor does call her friends this is con and sinclair the greatest detectives in the galaxy (laughs) so that was kind of fun and uh yeah so i don't know i liked it i thought it was interesting it's definitely one that i keep thinking about and the Kerblam orders all of the robots to open the boxes. Activate, and so then they all get destroyed and Charlie ends up dying with them as well. Okay. So, well, I mean, robots don't die, but they get destroyed. And so I guess that's the end of Kerblam. No more Kerblam. I, I, don't, I don't think so. They were going to try and rebuild the company, but they were going to focus on having more people involved rather than having everything automated. Mm, okay so uh yeah so that's interesting and yeah i like this one i thought it was solid it was interesting and there you and go surprising and so yeah surprising and uh so but let's get on to the next one the next one's the real dishy one in my opinion <laughs> it was really good okay i figured you were gonna like this (laughs) all right so then we get to this next episode which is called uh witch finders and they end up in 17th century lancashire called a place called vilehurst crag which is a great name (laughs) vilehurst crag and there is a woman named old mother twiston who's on trial for witchcraft and her daughter willa our granddaughter willa says i will still be uh i mean she says to her grandmother ah sorry she says to her granddaughter willa says i i will still be with you in the fire in the air in the earth and the doctor tries to rescue her but she she fails and uh and then the head of the trial her name is becca and becca savage it's another great name yeah <laughs> and this episode and 
for good reason this time. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't a red herring. Right. And this episode was so well acted. It's definitely one of the best, I think, acting uh, across the board. Everybody was, I thought, really great. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and sh- this was, she was C. Seoban Finneran, <laughs> which I know I've seen her before. I think uh, it's, pro- it's, it, it's pronounced Siobhan because I know another person with that same name and I was pronouncing it wrong for the longest time until oh. I heard say it out loud. It's, I think it, is it Welsh? I don't remember, but it's pronounced like Siobhan. Cool. Anyway, she was great. Phenomenal as this uh, woman who is leading the charge against Satan and against these uh the these puritan kind of like characters and uh the the she even she kills all the horses because she says horses are creatures of satan so she shot them all and it is pretty pretty crazy and uh and the doctors you mr savage are without a question a murderer and then we get alan cummings coming up <laughs> as king james and this is the greatest day of my life because i love alan cummings and he was so good as it's yeah. amazing <laughs> yeah i didn't i wasn't expecting him like he came no. on and was like, wait a minute i think i know him <laughs> and i looked it up yeah that is him yeah yeah i was not expecting him to show up <laughs> it was so exciting it was so fun he was great and the doctor shows him her uh her past that can uh it can be whatever it can the psychic paper the psychic paper and uh and she says you know that she's a she's a witch finder general and he is just very like what yeah right you're a woman you can't be a general so he's very, and he, so I, he the, calls, psychic, the psychic paper is, um, I think they explained it in a different episode, which I don't remember if you've seen or not. I don't remember what episode exactly uh-huh. it shows. It doesn't always show what the doctor wants it to show. It shows what the person, it shows what the person believes or is supposed to believe or something like that i don't remember exactly how it works but when she showed it to becca becca believed that a person with this kind of authority would be the witchfinder general so Uh that's what it showed to her so then when she shows the king james he doesn't believe that a woman could be someone in such a position yeah so it shows him that she's the witchfinder general's assistant or second in command or whatever so someone who does not have the ultimate authority so i thought that that was an interesting touch that it showed almost the same thing but not quite and in such a way that it caused it caused a problem for the doctor in that he then thinks that graham is the one in charge and not her right yeah which is the first time that her sex as the doctor has really come into play i feel like Mm -hmm. they've done a pretty good job of keeping the stories uh just good doctor who stories as opposed to i'm a woman stories which i appreciate Mm -hmm. but this is i thought it made sense for this episode 
and I thought it added to the story. Yeah. Like it wasn't it wasn't just a look, now I'm a girl story. It was a story where that actually had a distinct effect on the narrative. And I yeah. thought it worked really well. I think so too. And I mean, Alan Cummings was, I think the thing that made it so great is that it was such a dark episode that we really needed him coming in and being ridiculous, I think to kind of work. I don't know. He just needed that. <laughs> he was great. Right. When he calls Ryan the Nubian Prince, that was so funny. <laughs> yeah. just, that cracked me up. He, he, he had enough sort of, gravitas is as well to make it work like mm-hmm. you, feel, you were kind of scared at him at certain points because he was erratic and yeah he was he, you know he was he was undaunting as far as his you know conviction that all of this was satan and and everything mm-hmm. like that and uh he uh, he has all these artifacts for detecting witches that he gives them and that was pretty fun pretty gnarly He's, i know everything about satan <laughs> together we will find where he is hiding and hunt him out and so we find out that we find out that willa and becca are cousins and so this was her grandmother that she tried and also when becca is burying uh her grandma uh the the soil starts to like come alive which was pretty gnarly and so we kind of find out that the mud is alive and the uh there's this kind of there's these alien mud creatures <laughs> and at first i was like i thought it was a zombie or something like that but it says it's this alien called the morax if you ever has that ever happened before the morax or is those new is that i think new? it's new i've never really? seen them before okay and uh and they just get stronger and stronger and stronger uh they take out one of the king's guards named alfonso who tries to shoot them and uh and becca says i have seen you you are satan's acolyte and uh, and then that's when the doctor says honestly if i was still a bloke (laughs) that was good i thought and so yeah there's lots of sort of back and forth between them they arrest the doctor at one point thinking she's the one that's the witch and uh let's see and she says and the doctor says if you want to know the secrets of the universe start with the mysteries of the heart i am not a witch but if you want to defeat evil you will have to let me go so uh, and they 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 put the doctor on the ducking stool and uh and he says they they have it to, it's designed to silence women who talk too much and the ducking stool reacts to becca's touch like you see like it's like a it's like a giant uh static shock kind of mm-hmm. and spark of electricity and that's when we start to figure out that there's something special about this ducking stool well, and, for me, it was that's when I started to figure out that Becca was probably not who she said she was. Yeah, yeah, and so it turns out that the 
so I, I did like to, so that when the doctor comes back up and, and <laughs> they're like, oh, you must be a witch. She's like, no, I'm not a witch. I'm just really good at holding my breath and getting out chains. <laughs> she made like a, a reference to learning from Houdini too, which I thought was great. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was really good. And so we find out that Becca decided to cut down this tree uh, because it was blocking her view or something and turns out this was the uh that this tree was kind of the guardian of this uh this hill that had been a prison for these mud aliens the morax and that as long as the tree was there then they stayed underground you know they stayed in the ground but as soon as she chopped it off then they were unleashed Mm -hmm. yeah from what i could tell the tree wasn't actually a tree it was like a piece of alien technology that had been disguised as a tree that that was what was keeping them in there and by cutting down the tree it was basically like cutting a lock Mm -hmm. and uh yeah and so the uh the mud attacked her and it just grew and grew and grew and uh the doctor says you killed people to try and save yourself and she says i tried to hold satan back i was so scared please forgive me and then that's when she turns into the mud and you get this kind of uh you get this kind of battle between uh the humans and the the mud the mud people uh, and they say we shall be free to fill all of you <laughs> And that was pretty good i thought and everybody i think what makes it work even with a silly performance like alan cummings was i think they still take it seriously as far as the danger and the mm-hmm. like there's never really a sense of sort of winking uh in in doctor who the way there might be in like a comedy you know what i mean yeah no i think that they did it really well mm-hmm yeah like they're definitely they do a good job of creating tension even though you know that the doctor's not going anywhere because there's these more episodes but uh they still managed i think to do a good job creating tension Mm -hmm. and of like how is the doctor going to get out of it we don't know and uh so i thought that that was good and uh yeah this was a really good episode for the doctor and the companions didn't have tons to do but it was still really good good one for her i think yeah i i really enjoyed this episode like i said the the historical episodes this season have been really strong mm-hmm. they've, they've never been one of my favorite parts about doctor who but i have really enjoyed all of them so far yeah been written so well yeah i think that they really really have been written very very well and there's something kind of subversive about uh about the female doctor going back in history and i so i think it makes it work better than maybe some of the other uh historical mm-hmm. especially for a story like this yeah. like i don't think the story could well that the story definitely couldn't have been told in the same way if the doctor was still male right yeah so it it it's they're able to sort of monopolize off of a new doctor without it being too sort of heavy-handed mm-hmm. uh because it just makes sense yeah. it's sensible to the story 
to have it be a part of the story in that time as opposed to like the uh the hotel trump hotel guy in that episode uh where it felt out of place it didn't feel part of the story it so felt heavy-handed where this it feels natural of course that's going to happen when you're when you're a you know woman doctor uh in uh in those various time periods of course it's going to be like that so it makes a lot more sense i think i will and, say the one the one thing that i i feel like it didn't make sense was the fact that nobody put on period specific clothes like everybody was still wearing 21st century clothes and i feel yeah. like i didn't like nobody even noticed that was the only thing that like really stood out to me it was like why didn't they put on like but where would they clothes? have found period the doctor has a massive wardrobe like it's oh, been in other okay. episodes like in the first few seasons every time they went to a, a specific time period they went and made sure to get on the correct clothes for the time period but they didn't in this episode oh yeah I that's mean, it, interesting it, it worked but still i felt like somebody should have like called it why are they dressed so weird yeah that's true well i think that they kind of were that they, they kind of maybe that added to the feeling of oh they're witches because look at the weird way they're dressed but but yeah i uh i think uh i think that that's probably true <laughs> that uh that they probably should have had on, uh found so they should have found some uh some uh some clothes <laughs> mm -hmm. that's that's a good point um but yeah i just thought this was really good i thought all of the acting was really good i thought that it looked pretty good i think the special effects on the mud people was pretty solid mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i i think that you have a pretty complex villain in becca that you know she because because i think the religious element adds a complexity mm -hmm. to her character because she i think she actually really believes that it's satan who's overtaken her yeah i was i was kind of hoping that they would like make it more known to the people of that time that no this wasn't satan but i feel like everybody still probably believed that by the end like and i mean there's not really i guess there's not that that very there's not very much a good way to make them fully understand what exactly was going on because they have no frame of reference or something like that mm -hmm. but i was still hoping that they would somehow understand by the end that no this was actually someone from another planet and not someone from hell <laughs> i think that the do you think that the king at least got a little bit of that or no, no? i don't no? think so i felt like he still felt like it was satan at the end i mm -hmm. i maybe they maybe he did i don't know but i didn't feel like it was like it was made clear enough to him what exactly was going on mm. yeah interesting which i mean it's fine like the people back then they they really would have no way of fully understanding something like that because i don't think the concept of other planets was right. that widely known especially among like more common people like that so i mean i guess it's fine i just really wanted them to fully understand and i don't think they did mm, that makes sense interesting yeah i mean i got the feeling though that at the very least he'll be a little more hesitant about going after the witch hunts but but uh but maybe not i don't know who knows i guess we'll find out if they bring him back <laughs> that would be interesting so, i would love to see him back he was so good he was so good so 
yeah this is a good one i really liked it i thought it had really good atmosphere i i thought performances were great it had a good mixture of tone uh some scary parts some funny parts uh and i just thought it had some real growth for the doctor as a character which mm-hmm. i really appreciated and uh so and I, I agree with you i think the writing was really solid so yeah these are the two episodes and so we have three more coming up and that will be pretty exciting i i don't know since we've been doing two at a time we may just go ahead and do three at a time i don't know we'll see how things go well uh, the other one's not going to air until next year so we might as well do the two. Oh, really okay the last know. one is the last one is the new year's special right okay maybe we'll cover that special then by yeah. itself great well that sounds really good and uh yeah so there you go let us know what you think of these two episodes did you like them not like them let us know that would be really fun and uh thanks so much for coming on talking about dr who yeah thanks for having me and uh, we will uh, we will have one more regular episode and then an episode covering the special so that should be great and so jonathan where can people find you you can find me on twitter facebook instagram wherever at john j north and my youtube channel is iheart animation great and i'll have that all in the description section and you can find me at rachel's reviews on itunes and youtube and all of our social media so check that out and uh put in your reviews uh, on itunes really appreciate it and uh we will talk again soon bye bye